to the Fierce and Flourish podcast. This is Erin Tarr, owner and head coach over at Be The Benchmark, where I help girls learn to choose their thoughts so they can create lives of impact and go out and change the world. If you are a mom listening today, I hope that you will share this with your daughter. If you are a daughter listening today, I hope you will share this with your mom. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Okay, welcome to Fierce and Flourish, day number two. I am so excited that you guys are back with us again today. We have talked about choosing our thoughts, so I hope that you guys were able to write somewhere to remind yourself that that's something that you're capable of doing, that you're able to do. And we're kind of continuing that discussion a little bit more today, but we are going into the realm of the words that we use. And there's actually a quote that basically says, and I don't, I don't think it's anybody famous, it's just a quote that's out there, that basically says, if you actually knew the power of the words that you say, you would never speak a mean thought to yourself again. Because words have the ability to bring life, or they have the ability to, I don't want to be so dramatic as to say bring death, but... They are really detrimental and much more detrimental than we realize. And so kind of the next step after choosing our thoughts is about choosing our words. And there is a book that we talk about in our Fierce Girls programming a lot, and it's called The Four Agreements. And the first agreement is be impeccable with your words. Now. Impeccable is kind of a big word. It's not one that we use all the time. But basically, impeccable means to be spotless and clean. So a lot of us right now at home are trying to be very spotless and clean and germ-free, right? So we should kind of have some context for what that means. So what does it mean then to be impeccable with our words? Well, what it really means is that everything that comes out of our mouth should be as accurate as we can possibly make it. So I discovered the four, the four, have, four, four agreements, seven habits, four agreements. I discovered the four, the four agreements probably about a year and a half ago. And I have been working towards making my words impeccable. So here are some things that that rules out. That rules out sarcasm. That rules out, Samara, roasting people. <laughs> that rules out talking negatively to ourselves. And I know that you guys are very in tune with growth mindset and different things like that. And so you know about the power of adding yet to the end of a sentence, right? Saying, I can't do this yet, right? And that changes your entire view of what you're saying. So yes, it's accurate that you can't do it, but when you add that yet to it, you're being even more accurate with your words because someday you very well may be able to do that, especially if it's something that you put your mind and your effort towards. So the power of our words is something that I so believe in, but I believe in it so much that I want to show you something. And this is an experiment that I have done time and time and time again. And 
every time I've done it, it works. I even did it with a weightlifter once and it worked. And I was a little nervous about that, but it worked. And so I'm gonna show you and talk you through the experiment. And then when we are finished today, I want you to do this experiment with someone at home. I want you to talk through this and I want you to think about what this looks like. So who is gonna be my volunteer? Adson is gonna be my volunteer, so come on over. So what she's gonna do, I gotta see if I can get the angle right. There we go. Yes, we're doing this. So what she's gonna do, this is my lovely daughter Adson, and so what she's gonna do is she's gonna put her arms out as straight as she possibly can in this small area. And I am going to speak, what should I do first? First I'm gonna speak the, the negative words to her. So I'm going to speak words of, if I was being dramatic, death to her about how strong she is. So I'm gonna say, Adson, you're pretty weak. You don't have really good muscles. You're not very strong. You, gosh, wimpy chicken arms. Like you don't even have any muscle tone. Like you would never be able to withstand, you know, holding strong objects. You're so weak. So I'm speaking these words into her and over her. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take two fingers on her forearms and she's gonna do everything she can to resist me pushing her arms down. But she's so weak that I'm gonna be able to push them down extremely easily. Now, normally when I do this, I forgot this part. Normally when I do this, put your arms down for just a second. Normally when I do this, I do like a test case to see how hard it is for me to do it before I speak to her, but I forgot that. So we're just gonna, we're gonna play it by ear because I've actually done this with her before. Anyway, but okay, go ahead and put your arms up. All right, you're weak, you're weak, you're weak, you're weak. Look how she smiles, but she's still very weak. So let's see how hard it is for me to push her arms down. <laughs> she barely gave me any resistance. All right, now we're gonna try the other way. Now I'm going to speak life into her. I'm gonna talk about how strong she is, how much muscle tone she is, how I see her working hard so that, got a little bit of ketchup there on your chin. Okay. Um, she has muscles and she's strong and she's able to resist my pushing and you are, uh, you have big biceps and triceps and whatever's in this part of your arm, I don't know that. If any of you know, let me know in the comments. Um, so you actually are very strong and you are able to do this. So go ahead and put up those strong arms and resist me. And again, this is not to hurt me or to hurt her. I'm just using two fingers, my two in, my index and my middle finger, to push down on her forearms when, when the time is right to show how strong she is when I'm able to speak words of life and words of strength into her and, and to, into her muscles. So go ahead, put your arms back up. All right, you're resisting. You're, oh, I'm pushing with the exact same amount of pressure I was before. Really, finally I got them down. So that is the experiment that I want you to do, to think about the words that you're saying and the difference that they're making in your life and the life of people around you. So when you're, you know, and this is just an example based on my life and my children, when your sister is annoying you and you say things like, I hate her, she is the worst, I can't stand her, those words are more powerful than you would ever know in a really negative way. So what I would love for you to do is think of accurate ways to describe what's happening. 
So you can still and should still express your frustration. My sister's actions are really annoying me right now. My sister's actions are hurting my feelings right now. Um, my mom is not being sensitive to my needs right now. Like there are all sorts of things that you can say that are accurate that won't bring negativity, the, the same type of negativity, if that makes sense, into your life and will help you so much more quickly to problem solve what's going on. And when you have a choice of either saying something negative or you've all heard that, right? If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Like, okay, it's a little cliche and ridiculous, but it's accurate. And I would challenge you to take it a step further. If you can't say something nice, find a way to say something nice. <laughs> because you need nice things said to you, just like everybody else needs nice things said to them, because that is how we continue to build ourselves up and build others up. And that, my friends, is how we change the world. We're choosing our thoughts. We are speaking words that are accurate, that are life-giving, that are hopeful and helpful. And that's the start, you know, especially when we're young. Like, that's what we need to do to really make an impact on our families, on our neighborhood, on our close friends, on our teachers who are working extra hard right now in spite of the craziness. So uh, the challenge... I have two challenges for you. One is to go do that experiment and show it to somebody and think about it and talk about it. And the other one is to find a way to really give life through your words uh, within the next 24 hours to someone who maybe normally you would either be critical of or you would just not say anything at all to. Like find someone, whether it's someone in your family or whether it's someone uh, outside of your family where you can go ahead and give them some encouragement, give them some praise, Give them some words that will bring strength and life and beauty because you know what? When you see it in people and when you speak it in people, it grows in them and it grows in you. So that is my encouragement for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fierce and Flourish. I can't wait to hear how your challenges go this week. We'll talk to you soon. for being here for the Fierce and Flourish podcast. We're so glad you were able to join us. If you have questions or specific topics that you want us to cover on this podcast, feel free to message me on Facebook, on Instagram, through email, or any other of your favorite social channels, and I will do my best to include that in our upcoming episodes. You can also check out Erin Tar at Be The Benchmark on Facebook, or Be The Benchmark on Instagram, or you can check out our blog at erintar.com where all of these podcast episodes will also be available in YouTube slash video format. Hope you're having a great day. Remember to choose your thoughts, create your life, and change the world.